Welcome to the Sunflower Conversations, where we explore the hidden disability sunflower and its role in supporting people with hidden disabilities. So hi guys, my name's Paul. Today we're going to be talking to Saxon Boone. Saxon is all the way from Canada, North America. Can you please introduce yourself? My name's Saxon. I'm from London, Ontario, Canada. Can you please tell me what your health conditions are? So I'm autistic. I have ADHD and I also have a condition called PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Can you tell me a little bit more about polycystic ovarian syndrome, please, or PSOC? Essentially, it is is pretty self-explanatory. You have poly, which is multiple cysts on your ovaries. Um, They can affect everybody in a number of different ways. For me, I get uh, really bad cramping, even outside of my periods. Um, I also experience uh, different uh, hormones. I get excess amounts of androgen or testosterone, um, which has to be managed through medication. Otherwise, it kind of makes everything go a little bit haywire. Is that something Um, that you've had for many years now or is that something that's just recently come on? It's something that uh, runs in my family. I believe we got that checked out when I was kind of a older teenager young adult because we had a feeling it was probably in the family line. Is it something you have to get regular treatment for? I have to take medication regularly. I get blood work pretty frequently to keep track of a bunch of different things, but one of them is how my hormones are balanced, um, just because it's that's the easiest way to keep track of health like that. So it's just something you've got to live with on a daily, day-to-day basis and something um, you have to monitor? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And, and how can that impact you on a day-to-day basis? The hormone imbalance can definitely be really tricky. Like I said, I do have it fairly well managed right now with a mix of medications, but obviously when you have excess amounts of androgen, it can kind of just screw up a number of things in your body, including your mood, um, which doesn't really play well with my other conditions. And, um, Uh, The cramping can really suck, especially because it can occur outside of my periods. So then I'll be going about my day and all of a sudden I get some really bad cramps that I have to kind of just sit down and wait for them to go away. So it's about um, dealing with your condition essentially on a day-to-day basis, essentially. How does the um, autism Um, and ADHD or an anxiety, how does that all kind of cross over? Does that all impact, you know, does one impact the other? Oh, absolutely. With, um, with my ADHD, I know I can get very irritable and impatient. And then again, with excess androgen, it can really kind of aggravate that further, which I don't like because I don't like to be an irritable person. I, I don't want to be very short with people. I like to to try to be as as nice as I can, but sometimes it it just kind of flares and I get really frustrated. And because it's hidden, people don't see that and they don't understand it. Yeah, especially um, along with being autistic too, is my mood can vary so much all the time, um, especially with different environmental factors. And I know that's something that when I go to the store, especially like not a lot of people will immediately understand is, like, well, 
why am I maybe not the most patient with other people or um, like I'm not intending to be rude or why am I always wearing like these big bulky headphones and playing music? It's because I need to and this is how I, I get through my shopping. So you have your own kind of coping mechanisms. Yeah, pretty much. Are there any other um, day-to-day challenges you face with your conditions? I really struggle with executive dysfunction, which is, uh, it has like a number of related problems, but a lot of it is kind of task-oriented. It can be starting tasks, finishing tasks, um, motivation to even do things, which it can be things you have to do like chores and errands, but it can also be things that you like to do, like engaging with your hobbies. And especially throughout the pandemic, that's been something that I've really struggled with. You are listening to the Sunflower Conversations with Paul. To share your story and find out more, details are in the show notes. With time, has or have your conditions got any easier? I definitely think I've had to learn a lot of my own coping strategies because for a good chunk of my life, uh, when I was first diagnosed, I was refused a lot of accessibilities. Such as? Well, when I I was first diagnosed, they just straight up told my mom they didn't believe I was autistic. They just thought I was a problem child. Um, So it wasn't until I left elementary school and got into high school that I actually started getting proper accessibilities and help and it was through uh partially through them but definitely a lot of my own work in just kind of learning how to cope and manage Mm. and how to engage better in my own way how has the pandemic affected you and what have the restrictions been like in canada every single province in canada has their own different restrictions um where i live it's been kind of rocky Um, We're finally getting to a better spot now that vaccines are really rolling out and we're slowly starting to acclimatize, but the past year has definitely been pretty difficult, especially for someone who lives on their own. Saxon, you just mentioned that you're living on your own. Is that something that, you know, through the pandemic, has that caused? Yeah, definitely the fact that I, I got very lonely because a lot of my family doesn't live in the same city as me anymore, so... There were a lot of times where I was very used to seeing my family frequently and all of a sudden I hadn't seen them for months on end except over FaceTime. Have you been vaccinated yet? I have got my first vaccine and I'm actually getting my second dose today. Awesome. And do you have to get like a um, a little certificate or like a card that tells people that you've been vaccinated? Essentially, yeah. They'll send me an email uh, after it gets done and that just shows and confirms that I have both my doses. What are your interests? What are you into? I have a lot of interests. Um, It's part of, I think, part of the, I wouldn't say the downside, but definitely part of uh, having ADHD is you pick up so many different interests. But I think my main ones, I really like to, uh, I like to sew and craft, do stuff like that. Um, I'm really interested in playing different kinds of games, video games. I play Dungeons and Dragons pretty frequently with some friends. Is it a lengthy game? Can you spend hours doing it? Like the average we'll play per night is maybe about five hours. And you can have games that go on for weeks, months. 
there's a guy in my city who has had a continuous game going on for, I think, more than 20 years. I can't get my head around how you can play a game for 20 years. I know it's crazy, but I think that's what's part of what's so amazing about this game is there's so many different possibilities. They're constantly putting out new stuff that there's always something for you to do. Were you diagnosed for any of the conditions you have? I have been diagnosed with PCOS. Um, I am diagnosed with autism and I am diagnosed with ADHD. Was that something that you had to wait a long time for? Definitely getting those uh, diagnosis autistic took a while because that's obviously a very difficult diagnosis to, to officially achieve because there's so much going on with it and there's so many different symptoms that took, I want to say at least five years when I was a lot younger. Um, the ADHD has been in the process for about a year now. I only recently got that diagnosis. Um, it was kind of because living alone during the pandemic, I just started to notice things that a lot of my friends with ADHD were talking about. And it started to mount to, oh, maybe this isn't something I thought was related to being autistic. Maybe this is something else. It's interesting how it something that takes a significant time to kind of, I don't know, to work out, right? Mm -hmm. You know, from, from the point, from it's being something in you, to then going, right, I think there's something wrong. I don't know quite what it is. To then thinking it might be this, to then talking to a doctor, to then getting it properly diagnosed. It, it can be a, years, can't it? Oh, it's, it's so much work. And even then, it doesn't stop once you get a diagnosis because treatment in itself is such a lengthy process. By recognising that you have a condition, does that then help you dealing with it oh absolutely and I think that is kind of related to being autistic that I like an order with things um having a name for something really gives me a peace of mind knowing that okay I have a name for something I can get a better understanding of what this is I can look at symptoms and I can relate to them a lot easier than just trying to guess what's going on with me yeah, that, that, that's interesting to hear because, because it's giving you an answer, essentially, and that helps you come to terms with it. And then yeah. you kind of, it's like the next step. And then you can go, right, well, I know I've got this. I can now work out what to do next. Yeah, exactly. You are listening to the Sunflower Conversations with Paul. To learn more about the Sunflower, visit our website. Details are in the show notes. Can I ask you, what are your hopes for the future? It'd be nice to have... Uh, some stable work, doing something I really enjoy. It'd be nice to know that I can keep paying my rent and putting food on the table and just eventually it'd be nice to have a partner. But I think for right now, I really want to focus on like just kind of my own improvement and just making sure that I'm, I'm healthy and happy. Have you heard about the Hidden Disabilities Sunflower? Yeah. So uh, originally where I heard of it actually was a lot through social media, especially Instagram. Um, I just started seeing a lot of people, whether they were also autistic or they had other hidden disabilities um, from the UK and Australia talking about the hidden sunflower. And I started to kind of look onto these people's pages and have them like they would have a page or a video or something explaining like, here's what this is and here's where it, what it does where I live. And 
it's like I thought that was so cool so my first thought was like I wonder if that's anywhere in North America yet is it something that is recognized at all in Canada the only place so far that I think recognizes it in Canada that I know of is uh, Toronto's Pearson International Airport, which is a great first step, um, considering it means the next time I get to go travel and I go to the airport that the employees there will understand what this is. But as far as I can tell, not really anywhere else does it yet. Do you feel that the sunflower is needed in society? I definitely think so, because like I said, my own experiences of having people not really understand my experience when I have to go places and do things like errands and do just doing my shopping, it would make a huge difference to have both employees and maybe more of the general public understand like what this means and what they can do to be a bit more accommodating to the people who wear it. Do you feel you need then a visual indicator yeah I think it's very helpful just because it's subtle enough that people can look at it and it's not a big sign it's not a big button that has to tell them everything about me it's just something simple to say I have a hidden disability I just need maybe a bit more patience a bit more space whatever a stranger can just do to try to accommodate me or anybody else a little bit better. Do you have any advice or coping mechanisms uh, for anyone who finds themselves in the position similar to you? As long as you can try to find like something to keep you going each day, as small as it can be, like whether it's just, there's an episode of a TV show you really want to watch next week or whether it's, you know, you're going to see some friends or family soon. Like it's important to just have something to keep you going each day. So that way you can just keep going and all the days really start mounting behind you and you're moving forward. If somebody sees you wearing a sunflower, what reaction would you like? That they know that I maybe need just some more patience, that I have accessibilities and even if they can't meet my accessibilities specifically again just like the minimum support you can have is just patience and uh the general understanding that somebody might be having a tougher time than they appear to be thanks ever so much for your time thank you i really really enjoyed this if you'd like to share your sunflower story or conversation please email conversations at hiddendisabilitystore.com. Find out more about us or listen to this recording again by checking out our insights page at hiddendisabilitystore.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. Please help, have patience and show kindness to others and join us again soon. Making the invisible visible with the hidden disability sunflower.